Welcome. Bem-vindo. Bienvenidos. E Mainalia Masicuna. You're listening to Radio Dispatch. Radio Dispatch. Radio Dispatch. Radio Dispatch. And welcome to Radio Dispatch, a podcast bringing you fascinating stories from Latin America. Not like you imagined it, but like it actually is. I'm Dusty Christensen. And I'm Camila Osorio. Guerrilla groups, paramilitaries, and government forces have disappeared more than 93,000 people during Colombia's 50-year civil war. No other country in Latin America compares. Not even Argentina, where the military dictatorship disappeared the bodies of at least 9,000 people. But things might start to change in Colombia now. Just last week, FARC rebels in the Colombian government agreed to establish a joint unit to look for missing people and to share information with victims' families and the International Red Cross. But the process won't be easy. In the mountainous city of Medellin, a group of women have banded together to find answers. They have lost their kids and husbands and are now pressing the government to find them. Journalist Jessica Diaz Hurtado brings us this story. Medellin, like many towns in Colombia, is a city of two different narratives. One of innovation and bustling economy, and the other of kidnappings, military operations, and massacres. Comuna 13, the most violent neighborhood of the city, is a part of the second narrative. Rebels, paramilitaries, and the army fought a high-intensity war in this shantytown until recently. Families were forced to leave their homes. Women were raped. Young men tortured, dismembered, and disappeared. Their dead bodies were usually thrown at La Escombrera, a 37-acre dump that symbolizes the cruelty of Medellin's violence. Luz Elena Galeano is the leader of Mujeres Caminando por la Verdad, a group of women fighting to begin excavations at La Escombrera, where some estimate that more than 300 bodies could be found. This year, the Attorney General's offices promised to start digging. I met Galeano in a corner of the city's Museum of Memory, a place she visits very often. Pero en ese año 2001 entró allí la fuerza pública. Galeano says that 2001 was the most violent year in Comuna 13. That year, armed groups and government forces fought each other for the territory, turning the place into a war zone where kids could not study and adults could not work. But no, because it was a vital corridor where the different armed groups clashed for control of Comuna 13. With time, the war became more and more intense. That same year, 2002, there was a three-day battle. And the military order was to attack, by land and sky, everything that moved on the streets. Children, young people, the elderly, it didn't matter. The military even dared to bust down doors of people's homes in the comuna. They took young men from their homes and killed them. This was known as Operación Orión, and at that time, Galeano never thought that she would be a part of the group of victims looking for her loved ones. That is until the day two unknown men 
disappeared her husband, Luis Javier La Verde. I am a victim of forced disappearance because they disappeared my husband on December 9th, 2008. They took him off the Belencito bus, and from that moment, his body hasn't been found. I've spent seven long years looking for him, and also fighting and resisting for all that disappeared. The first three months, nothing, nothing. I looked everywhere, on the bank of the river. Some people told me they'd seen him in the village, so I went there with his photo to look for him. I found nothing. I got sick for a while. I was in hospital for 15 months because of the enormous stress. But then I thought, I have to get out of here. I need to work. I have two daughters. So I gathered my strength and courage and got back to work. Galliano, like many other women, was left with emotional wounds while struggling against extreme poverty. She says many women end up alone. Their husbands were the breadwinners but now they found themselves needing to figure out how to feed their kids. Mujeres Caminando por la Verdad is comprised of more than 20 families whose loved ones have been murdered or disappeared. After organizing themselves, they pressed the government to begin excavations at La Escombrera. Galeano says the government just ignored them. Carlos Villa, alias Mugilocho, el confesó. Paramilitary member Carlos Villa confessed to murdering some 70 people and dumping their bodies in La Escombrera. Galeano says it was his testimony that forced the government to take La Escombrera seriously. The dump is divided in four areas, the first of which is now being excavated. Galeano says it's just the beginning and they will do whatever it takes to get to their loved ones. For Latin America News Dispatch, I'm Jessica Diaz Hurtado, reporting for Medellin. Jessica Diaz Hurtado is a Colombian Salvadoran researcher, multimedia storyteller, and writer currently based in Colombia. She writes on culture, armed conflict, and women's issues in Latin America. That's it for this episode. For daily headlines and news from Latin America, visit our website at latindispatch.com. Thanks again to Jessica Diaz Hurtado, and of course, to you, our wonderful listeners. Radio Dispatch is produced by me, Dusty Christensen, and Camila Osorio. Our music was written by Maliante Vido Pedante and played by me. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.